2: and we're back with another episode of Tis the Podcast the podcast that's determined to keep the christmas spirit alive 365 days per year i'm anthony i'm julia and i'm tom yay hey, tom. we're all here i feel like a guest <laughs> now i feel like a guest on my podcast <laughs> <laughs> guys i feel it's been like how long since a month it's been a month right
1: yeah it's too long it's been Let's way too long. That again. That I like didn't
0: bad. listen to la- this week's episode because uh, you guys talked in game, and I haven't seen it, so I'm afraid for spoilers. Good. Good Thank
2: choice. Don't we don't me. we don't mock you too much either?
1: I don't mock you at all. I
2: you really missed ma- <laughs> like once. You missed a good <laughs> opportunity, guys.
0: <laughs> I was working. I didn't say that
1: Anthony didn't.
0: <laughs> I was working a booth today, guys. And uh, for our our pitch, like a sponsor pitch, you get to give a sponsor pitch when you do conferences and stuff. You know, yeah. Um, my part, one of my partners in crime here, got up and just said, "You know, this is who I am. This is my company. Come stop by our booth and talk to me about Endgame." So I had to keep walking away, and then one, <laughs> and then finally I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna if they're gonna troll this, you know." I told her that I hadn't seen it yet, and it came up anyway. So started doing makeup spoilers for people or saying things that would infuriate people like i think thanos is getting a really bad rap
2: i don't know what happened but (laughs) apparently that's like blasphemy
1: Uh, pretty much
2: (laughs) i i do appreciate that you're avoiding spoilers even though you're not the biggest marvel fan that makes me happy
0: uh i'm intrigued by the i'm intrigued by the the fanfare around this around in game right it seems like people are way more excited about this than anything in in a in a minute
1: yeah it's a big deal
2: it is a big deal.
0: Were you sad when Thor died?
1: <laughs> oh, yeah, you really are like that guy. I think it was Ethan that was showing me videos of some guy that was walking around at all the lines opening night and he totally hadn't seen it, but he, was, he dropped bombs like that. Like,
2: I that can't lucky. believe they killed Hulk. Oh my God. That guy's lucky he didn't get he killed because I saw the news report about the guy who actually spoiled the movie and got like beat the crap out of him. People oh got arrested gosh. for assault.
0: Why would you do that? I mean, why would you respond with violence, but why would you troll people like that? That's horrible. Like, you're ruining somebody's experience. I
2: was about to say, I
1: understand they're responding with violence. I can't (laughs) believe some idiot would walk around and spoil it for other people. (laughs) (laughs) I would not be responsible for my actions in that moment.
2: So, guys, how do we feel about Mel Gibson starring as Santa Claus in a movie? How has he been forgiven? Yeah, so he is starring in a movie coming out called Fat Man, which is an action comedy film scheduled to film in early 2020. Fat Man is the story of a rowdy, unorthodox Santa Claus who is fighting his business decline while a neglected and precocious 12-year-old hires a hitman to kill Santa after receiving a lump of coal in his stocking.
1: What the crap? No. (laughs) Nope. Nope. No, I call Big (laughs) As much as I loved Mel. That's so wrong. (laughs) That's bad.
0: I think this may be what Christmas Chronicles spawns, though.
1: No, see, no. Because that Santa may have been a little rough around the edges, but he wasn't, like, vile.
0: Right, but I think that's where people are going to take it now. They're going to go for more. I know.
2: And we should also mention that Jerry DeVilla brought to our attention that FX special coming out. Later this year, the Christmas Carol miniseries starring Guy Pearce and Andy Serkis. Yeah, I'm so a little more. Andy Serkis is that. in it too. Yeah, yep.
1: Oh wow! I didn't. Was so I saw he posted that. Was there a trailer involved?
2: No. Okay. But, but Circus is playing the ghost of Christmas past, and Guy Pearce oh, is playing man. Scrooge.
1: That's going to be excellent. I'm in. And it for
2: that. it seems to be leaning into the more horror spine tingling elements of it. I like it. Which is which has me intrigued since we've talked about that before, that, you know, probably what Scrooge intended that night to be like for him, kind of scary. Yeah, right, right. right. Uh, Dickens, rather. Yep.
1: Cool. I'll watch that. I will not watch the other.
0: I think there's going to be enough hype about it that we're going to
2: have to watch it when it comes out. I think so, too.
1: I don't know. Mel Gibson's one of those like, oh, how the mighty have fallen.
2: Because, well, like, I liked him in Daddy's um, Home, too.
1: He was well cast in Daddy's Home, too. <laughs> um he really was he could be marky
2: mark's dad plus i don't think you took much acting for that character right right? exactly (laughs) speaking of daddy's home too did you since marky mark was in that movie did you see that um the boston accent was ranked number two sexiest in the country was this
0: a study done like only from for people in Boston? Because I don't even feel like they would consider it the sexiest. Right? I feel like even in Boston, they would get number two.
1: <laughs> oh, are we alienating a whole bunch of our Boston listeners right now?
0: Do we have any Boston listeners? I think we have every well, state at this point.
1: If we do, I bet we're bad to hear about it. <laughs> I
0: hope so. If you're from Boston, defend your sexy dialect.
2: Uh, number one was Texas. Heck
0: yeah,
1: it was. The accent <laughs> agree
0: everything is better in texas
1: everything is better in texas texas is just the boston of the south isn't it <laughs> <laughs> we think we're awesome but we are legit so
2: we are yeah. because i've missed you both i'm not gonna make a sarcastic comment
1: there's no even room for a sarcastic comment here you know we're right texas mm. is awesome oh we're bigger so
0: we have the number one, mo- we have the coolest monument in the country that nobody can compete with, period.
1: That big old beetle? No. Paris, sure. Texas with the little Eiffel Tower?
0: No, no, I'm being serious. He's pretty the cool. Alamo.
1: We also have an Alamo.
0: <laughs> which is uh. Have like you ever America. been
1: to the Alamo? Um, Anthony?
0: Nope.
1: It's really cool. You should visit. You should. And I know exactly what you'd say the first time you walked up and saw it in person. It's smaller than I expected.
0: Something that you would retort, that's what she said too.
1: That's right. <laughs> I swear that is everybody's first reaction. I thought it'd be bigger. <laughs> <It's laughs> kind of smaller than I imagined it to be. Was that not your first reaction, Tom?
0: I've, I grew up seeing it, so I don't know.
2: Oh, that's okay. how I felt about every landmark in London when I visited London for the first time
1: really big ben not so big
2: no call him he's Little not
1: ben by the end of the trip
2: <laughs> that's what she said that's what she said that's what she said that's how i felt
0: when i saw the uh temple here in salt lake city oh really it's a lot smaller than i thought it would be
1: it's not just gargantuan like you imagine
0: no they definitely take a lot of upshot angles photos
1: <laughs> anthony's twitching at this point <laughs> it's like it's just there's so many you need a button like the no button that's
2: what she said trying not to say that's what she said is like the episode of Friends where Chandler gave up being sarcastic and and he looked like he was bursting at the seams that's such a good episode Ross is wearing leather pants Ross is wearing leather (laughs) pants isn't anyone going to comment on the leather pants (laughs) (laughs) oh brother so good I love
0: so guys, what are we doing tonight?
2: Tonight, we are covering the five Christmas episodes of Modern Family. Before we get into cast and everything like that, what are your histories of the show overall, guys? Do you watch it? Did you watch it?
0: I do, in fact, watch it. So you like it? Sometimes there are some <laughs> things that are, that have uh, become redundant and get annoying.
2: Uh, that comes with age for a lot of Like Lily. Gosh, she aged by the
1: end of the show.
0: Right, but her yeah. acting ability did not.
1: No, <laughs> not, not so much.
2: <laughs> What's your history with the show, Julia?
1: So this was one of those that Marty and I never sat down to watch consistently it was one of those where we would DVR it and then they'd stack up on our DVR for seasons and seasons and seasons (laughs) we'd be like are we still recording that but it's like whenever we sat down to watch it we were very rarely disappointed you know and at the end of the episode we were always like man we should watch this more it's hilarious so I have good feelings about this show even though I didn't consistently stick with watching it through the years so
2: what about you? Yeah, me and Sarah consistently watched it for the first, like, seven seasons. But, like, so season 10 just ended. It just got, there's so much TV shows now and life gets so busy and it gets hard to um, keep up with network TV, especially with their 22 episodes and hiatuses and commercials and stuff. But, um, yeah, eventually I'll plan on going back and finishing the show. Because I do like it, I think it's hilarious. So positive feelings all around. That does it, well.
0: Does it have an end in sight? Do you know?
2: Yeah, it was renewed for one more season. So the next season is the last. Okay, I think I'm probably back on like season eight. Yeah, I, maybe it was season eight was the last one I saw even part of. I don't know. I can't remember. They all kind of blend together at this point. <laughs> Mm-hmm. But let me tell you, watching these five Christmas episodes and seeing how young the kids were, not just Lily, oh but God. like Luke and Alex and Haley at the very beginning.
1: Oh, yeah. my gosh. Yes. They were
2: all
0: such cute kids. Um, but before we go past our histories, I got really frustrated when they built up the big death scene, you know? The, the yeah. yeah. And I'm yeah. like, probably because I thought it was going to be Joe or Lily, and I was okay with that, you know? <laughs> <laughs>
2: so i never had any ill will toward lily when she was a baby but when she started talking that's when i developed ill will toward the character oh my gosh so for those who haven't seen the show modern family is a very feel-good comedy about a you know a blended family you have jay and gloria played by ed o'neill and sofia vegara in the kind of was it may december romance he's a few decades older than her
1: may december romance never heard that's that a,
2: that's a term right i think that is
1: it sounds familiar yeah, now that you
2: say it. So, this is Jay's second wife, much younger than him, very pretty, foreign. She's from Colombia, and she has a son from her first marriage, Manny, played by what's his name? Rico Rodriguez. And he's like an 80 year old trapped in a 10 year old's body at the beginning of the show. Eight year old's body. <laughs> very it. mature and wise for his age, which is where a lot of his humor derives from. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I love
2: Manny. Oh my gosh. And Jay is the patriarch of this entire family. So you have Phil and Claire Dunphy, played by Ty Burrell and Julie Bowen. And Julie Bowen is Jay's daughter from his first marriage. And they're probably your typical sitcom couple goofy dad and uh, not fed up wife, but she's kind of like uptight. Yeah. And uh, they have three kids together. Uh, Haley, the oldest, played by Sarah Hyland, and she's kind of the ditzy, dumb, dip, ditzy. That's the better order. She's the ditzy oldest child, who's kind of who's who is boy crazy, and uh, has an on and again off again relationship with her boyfriend Dylan, who <laughs> her mother hates. Mm-hmm. Then you have middle child Alex Dunphy, who's the brain of the family. She's very smart and very sarcastic. <laughs> And that's where most of her humor drives from. Then you have the youngest, Luke, played by Nolan Gould, and he's the dumb one. He's so <laughs> <Just> dumb. <laughs> is, he's dumb, which is very funny because the actor who plays him is in Mensa. Yeah. And then Jay's other son, Mitchell, who is Claire's brother, is played by Jesse Tyler Ferguson. And he's in a relationship with Cameron Tucker played by Eric Stone Street, they're a gay couple which Jay is at least at the beginning of the series not the most comfortable with. But he he evolves as the series go on. And they have a daughter called Lily whom they adopted in the very first episode of the show. Played by Aubrey Anderson Emmons. And if you couldn't tell earlier, she is Tom's favorite character on this show. So who who actually is your favorite character on the show, Tom? I've curiosity. Bill Mine too.
1: I love Phil. He's my favorite. (laughs) I love (laughs) Phil so much. I cannot even tell you.
2: He Uh, was my favorite ever since the very first episode where he was talking about how he's the cool dad and knows all the lyrics to High School Musical.
1: (laughs) (laughs) I like it when he's doing the acronyms. He's like, I know how to be cool. I'm with all the hip kids. LOL. Laugh out loud. WTF. Why the face?
2: (laughs) So, yeah, that's another thing for this show, if people haven't seen it. It's another one, technically a mockumentary, right? Because they're always talking to the camera. You, know, you don't really know what they're filming.
1: Yeah, they're just talking I, to people.
2: I mean, the original <laughs> premise, but they never mentioned it on their show, the original premise was it's a foreign exchange student doing a project with oh, really? a family he stayed with, yeah.
1: Oh, interesting. That would make sense.
2: Ten years later, the foreign exchange student is still <laughs> recording the <his>
0: film <family. laughs>
1: <laughs> that's probably where they got to they're like meh that's not scalable
2: it's not even it's not even important at this point to no
1: who cares
2: so in 10 seasons though modern family has done five christmas episodes they do a lot of holiday episodes of valentine's day halloween thanksgiving And their holiday episodes are always pretty on point
1: we need to do a patreon episode of the halloween episodes
2: oh yeah i, I 100 in yeah so i good. love claire's enthusiasm for halloween it's her holiday. Jay and Gloria got Christmas. The gays took Thanksgiving. Halloween's my thing. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, so funny. Okay, so let's just jump right in. So the first Christmas episode is "Undeck the Halls, which aired in, on December 9th, 2009, and it's part of season one. So the summary for that one, Phil and Claire cancel Christmas for their kids until they confess to wrongdoings at the house. Jay is hesitant to celebrate Gloria and Manny's holiday traditions, and Mitchell and Cam accidentally get a mall Santa fired. This is the first Christmas episode of Modern Family. And the kids look like babies. And the show itself is very like, this is when I feel like they didn't know like Jay wasn't as good a father as he'd become later on. Like he's still very awkward with Manny and awkward with mm-hmm. Mitchell and Cam. Was this our first episode with Fred Willard? As Phil's dad? Yeah. I <laughs> Yes,
0: think it was. I think it was. Oh my gosh, I love him too. <laughs> Fred Willard. God, that guy's amazing.
1: Oh, he's so funny. He's the perfect Phil dad, like ever. Uh,
2: they, they actually kind of look alike too. Like yeah. it's not just their acting. They do look alike. Yeah. Yeah, that's how this first part of the episode starts is <laughs> Phil... The Dunphys are Skyping with Phil's parents on Christmas Eve to show off the matching Christmas sweaters they got from them in the mail. And uh, while they're on Skype with Phil's dad, they notice a cigarette burn at the couch. And Phil and Claire freak out and want to know which of their kids did it. And of course, they're all denying it. And Phil goes overboard and cancels Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> until <laughs> Because he always... Overpromises and overcommits and overreacts, according to Claire.
0: Whoa! So. I will
2: say that is an easy thing to do as a parent. That's true. I'm, I'm sure it is. But canceling Christmas—he
1: can't help it either. Like it's just his reaction. <laughs> <laughs>
2: Literally tips the tree over and starts dragging it out. So funny. So the kids are trying to get one another to confess to who did it they all agree (laughs) they they so alex and Haley try to throw luke under the bus luke confesses initially
1: they try and pull a spartacus
2: yes but the spartacus moment backfires and phil is forced to drag out the tree again (laughs) for a second time (laughs) and eventually alex the good child confesses it was her so they ground her effective immediately after christmas until christmas morning Opening gifts under the tree, they realize the Christmas ornament they received from Phil's parents and the mail. The sun was shining through it, and it was burning a hole in the couch. And Alex took the fall, because he can't cancel Christmas. He wanted everyone to have Christmas.
0: In the, huh? in the Greek version, Phil touches the couch and burns his hand. Does he really? Mm-hmm. And then when Faye, Claire, sits on the couch... Uh, the ornament burns her leg (laughs) and instead of going to italy phil tells the kids that they're going to disneyland
1: how bizarre this changes right like why even put the effort into it
2: i don't know but now i want to watch the greek version of modern family i kind of i mean i feel like they must have at least shot that for the english version the two uh burning their hand and their leg part they are also
0: not the dumpies in 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 greece what are they what are they they are Chatsopoulos family.
1: Chatsopoulos. Mm-hmm.
0: That's fun. So I'm gonna go on and call foul on one thing. Moving the territory is not that easy. No,
2: it is not. It's not easy with two people, let alone one. But you know, you know, what I liked about that plot line is Phil and Claire were kind of desperate to get out of their promise of canceling Christmas. They were trying to find loopholes of backing out because they felt really bad about doing it. And they both wanted to celebrate Christmas too.
1: Yeah. (laughs) I liked that. I did too. And that that seemed right. Even for a high-strung Claire and all of that stuff, that seemed right. That they would want to
2: Everybody, who would want
0: to punish your kids on Christmas, right? All right.
2: And you know, that's one of a few linest moments in the special, in this episode, is when Alec takes a fall and they ask her why and she was like, you know, can't cancel Christmas. I want everyone to have Christmas.
1: Yeah.
2: While this is go going on, Mitch and Cam are taking Lily to see Santa for the first time at the mall. They're waiting for hours in line and when they finally get to (laughs) the Santa the mall Santa switch out and instead of the big fat bearded guy playing Santa they get a really scrawny looking hobo looking drunk-esque looking guy (laughs) (laughs) and Mitch causes a scene saying they want to wait for the fat Santa (laughs) and even Santa's elf agrees I knew we shouldn't have hired this guy and they get him (laughs) fired from his job poor Santa and this Santa lays on the guilt trip thick when they run into him at in the parking lot. So they invite him home for dinner and a place to stay. And uh, Mitch feels so bad, but every time he tries to confess that he got them fired, this guy reveals some kind of like violent part of his past. Like, <laughs> And Mitch gets scared out of it. But my favorite part of this plot line is the stuff going on with Cam and his old caroling. <laughs> His old caroling group <laughs> that he used to be the lead singer of, and they <laughs> called the New people. Green Sleeves, <laughs> <laughs> and they kicked him out. And now he feels whenever they see him at the mall or caroling in the neighborhood, <laughs> they're doing it despite him. He gets so angry.
1: They're so snarky about it, though.
2: <laughs> yes, they are. And uh, Santa at the end of this plot line. Tries to urge Cam to forgive them. Like like he forgave Mitch and Cam for getting them fired. But when Cam tries to do that on the front lawn of his house, the lead guy makes a comment about how, wow, even your apology is out of tune <laughs> or, or too high pitch or something. And Santa just hauls back and punches in the face. <laughs> oh, I love Which it. was awesome. Great.
1: Yeah, it was. Well, then because the, the Santa had just waxed, you know, poetic about, you know, the season and what you do for the season. Because the whole time he knew they were the ones that got him fired. And so when it finally came out, he's like, yeah, I knew you were. I knew you were the ones. And they were like, well, why were you so nice? And all of that. Well, I don't remember what he says when he hits that guy, but he said says something like, that guy's a jerk. He deserved it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My favorite storyline is Jay's adamant refusal to accept any Colombian Christmas traditions
1: oh my gosh yes. yes
2: this is his first christmas with manny and gloria as part of the family and they want to incorporate their colombian christmas traditions in which include fireworks on christmas eve on christmas which jade says there should be reserved for the fourth of july <laughs> and uh what's the word they keep using the joke for when they pull a prank on somebody Innocente?
1: Innocente.
2: Innocente. Yeah. Which is basically you prank somebody and then the Innocente. So a few times Manny tries to do this to Jay throughout the episode and Jay just gets annoyed with it.
1: Oh my gosh. The miracle on 34th Street where it scares the poop out of him. That's so <laughs> funny. So funny. I mean, I just, I had to rewind it. It was so funny.
2: And I think the uh, thing that was good about this plot line was we've talked before about blended families on this show. So it's interesting seeing them trying to merge these traditions for the first time and jay initially yeah. being stuck in his ways and having his idea of what christmas is
0: can i read but, a quote about that manny says in Colombia they open presents at midnight and stay up until the morning jay says i'm sure they do but if you'll notice from the absence of goats in the street we're not in Colombia." <laughs>
2: wow jay wow (laughs) what's funny is jay is comes across as such that he tries to project being like this tough man's man type guy but he still gets his kids pajamas to wear christmas matching pajamas for christmas eve and everything he was crying while watching miracle on 34th street (laughs) yep the original
0: i must point out I love Jay. I feel like we have to give one more picture of how awful Jay is at the beginning.
1: Jay is not awful.
0: His view of, like, Columbia and the and his family is pretty bad at the beginning. When he's talking to Mitch and he brings over, you know, he brings over the pajamas. Because it's not just pajamas for his house. He brings them over for all of his kids and grandkids. He buys them all pajamas, yeah. which is adorable and very, like, that's the grandpa I want to be. You know, like, showing up at Christmas yeah. Eve and, like, don't forget, guys, you're... you're uh... Pajamas. Mitch says, "Oh, still keeping tra- traditions alive, huh?" And Jay says, "Someone has to. I've got two Colombians at home tr- trying to turn Christmas into Cinco de Mayo." And Mitchell says, "You know that's Mexican, right?" And she goes, "Ah, burrito, burrito." <laughs>
2: <laughs> and but but and this is where you see Jay's turning point, right? Because Mitchell yep, absolutely says something to him. What does he mm-hmm. say about um? I don't know the exact quote, but Mitchell says something to him that gets him to think. Basically, embrace these traditions. So Jay's goes or try to. Open his mind a bit. So Jay goes back home and they have some traditional Colombian food on the counter. And Jay flips out on them, saying, For now on, when we're in Colombia, we'll do Colombian traditions. And in America, we'll do American traditions. That's it. And he storms out. And Manny and Gloria both just look heartbroken. And then Jay comes back in and he's like, Innocente! And like, he got fireworks and incorporates their traditions into their family gathering yeah
1: yeah and fireworks becomes a tradition for their new for their family for their modern family
0: you (laughs) couldn't get fireworks it just couldn't happen
1: (laughs) couldn't get fireworks where in la why not they don't do fireworks
0: they're illegal you have to like yeah they're illegal in la
1: oh i didn't know that interesting Mm -hmm.
0: i don't think most people do which is why they put it in there but i like to crush (laughs) and shatter things and watch your spirit die a little bit each time julia i appreciate that (laughs) (laughs) anything for you Anything for you.
1: That also makes Texas better. You can always buy fireworks around Christmas time in Texas.
0: (laughs) Even when it's illegal, nobody does anything.
2: That's right. (laughs) So the big line this moment of the episode, though, comes from Jay at the end. 100%. And it's during his voiceover when you see them all eating their Christmas dinner and exchanging gifts and the fireworks going off in the backyard. And he says, we talk a lot about tradition this time of year. But as much as we love our traditions, sometimes our best memories come from the times that are most, the most untraditional. Remember the year mom and dad went crazy? Remember the year Santa punched out the caroler? But for me, this was the year that the word tradition got a lot bigger. And that was awesome. It was a very sweet moment. Modern Family always nails the sweet sentimental endings to their episodes. Always. Yes, I thought this one, I like this one. I thought this one, to me, seemed very Christmassy overall it did yeah i agree and there's what's interesting about Modern family it takes place on the west coast but for the most part their christmas episodes still feel christmasy we've talked about that before too like how christmas should be somewhere the midwest or east coast or somewhere where they get snow right but modern family does they do it well. a good job of having socal look christmasy yes mm. they do so do you have quotes from this episode i do
0: go for it tom um, oh crap, I closed my quotes. Never mind, I guess I don't. I
2: have a few. So Glo- it's when Gloria and Jay and Manny are talking about traditions, and Gloria says, Every culture has their own traditions. For example, in our culture, the baby Jesus is one that brings the presents, not the Santa Claus. And Jay's like, That doesn't make sense. How could a newborn baby carry all those presents? They don't even know where their <laughs> hands are. And Manny says, At least a baby could fit down the chimney. And Jay's like, How can you sit on the baby Jesus' lap? you squish him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, I did like Cameron when he was talking about how he's missing home. <laughs> if I was home right now, I'd be mixing up a bathtub full of eggnog and trying to squeeze a grease hog into a Santa hat. You don't think I missed that? And Jay's like, do you? <laughs>
2: <laughs> I love Cam.
1: Oh, I love Cam too.
0: And I don't have the quote, but you know where um, they're talking about how awful they are and they're going to be remembered. They're going to write songs because Claire and.
2: Oh yeah. I have that quote.
0: Oh, okay. If you have the quote, read the whole quote. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Claire and Phil are lamenting that none of their kids are going to come forward and they're going to have to stick with this whole no Christmas thing. (laughs) And Claire's like, we're going to pass into legend. The parents who canceled Christmas. And Phil's like, I thought you'd be happy. And Claire's like, they'll write songs about us. They'll make a Christmas special with those ugly little clay pieces. (laughs) So I like when Phil cancels Christmas. And he's like, goodbye, Dunphy Christmas. Haley, I guess you're not getting the car. And Haley's like, I was getting a car. And Phil's like, no, I was lying. Because that's what Dunphees do now. We're liars.
1: Okay, I don't think I have one after all.
2: I have one last one. And I want both of your advice. Because it seems like pretty solid parenting advice to me. And (laughs) when Phil says to Claire, we raised our kids right. One of them will come forward or the other two will rat them out.
1: (laughs) Yeah, that's true. (laughs) (laughs) We really do sort of hope for that mod mentality when it gets to be like older years
2: <laughs> okay so you're ready to rank this one then yes and again just to
0: remind everybody we are ranking this solely against itself
2: right because there are so many of them
0: this is not we're not comparing it with other shows i'm going with an 8.75
2: i'm going with a 6 i'm going with a solid 8 which brings it to 7.583 Not So, Julia, do you want to give everyone the synopsis for the next Christmas episode?
1: Yeah, definitely. (laughs) So, Express Christmas was the 10th episode and mid-season finale from season three, so you would have watched this live in 2011. And this episode's synopsis is, with everyone departing for different destinations over Christmas, the Dunphy Pritchetts plan an Express Christmas to be set up in less than 24 hours, and things get a little out of hand. Phil and Manny purchase a turkey. Claire and Haley shop for gifts. Gloria and Luke retrieve the angel from the attic. Mitch, Lily, and Alex are assigned to tree duty, while Jay and Cam wrap the gifts already bought.
2: What did you guys think of I this one?
1: This. I love this one. <laughs> I love this one so much. Uh, for I like can... one reason only, honestly. like The, the one end? part happened. No, it's not even oh. the end. It's the baseball card if Uh. that was the only thing that happened the entire episode i would have been perfectly happy (laughs) it's like the most dunphy moment the most phil dunphy moment that's ever happened
2: and the most manny moment too like yeah yeah (laughs) but
1: i love the pairs of this episode
2: yes that's what i was about to say i like the odd pairings and i especially i really like the cam jay pairing because because jay is so not the most comfortable with his gay son or his gay son's partner like or honestly he's not comfortable with phil either he's not comfortable with his kids significant others phil and cam are always going above and beyond trying to impress him and jay pretends to be the most unsentimental person ever and they're always disappointed by the emotions he gives back in return. So I loved Cam with his uh, very thoughtful gifts to him in this episode of being completely <laughs> heartbroken when Jay doesn't remember uh, the moment he was commemorating. So funny. Yeah, I love this one. What was your favorite pairing in this one, Tom?
0: It's always, I love the dynamic that you always find with Jay and Cameron. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. Cam tries so hard. I don't know. I, but then I like, really like pairings in, in other episodes where you have Phil and Jay. I think I just like Jay and his in-law children, right?
2: Remember the episode where he went to the gym with Cam and they had the moon landing? <laughs> 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 I, and then the that. next time it happened after the shower, and Cam was like, I think we just had a splashdown. <laughs> oh
1: my god! <laughs> I forgot
2: <laughs> <laughs> I oh, I really
0: I don't know. See, I have a hard time because I said Phil's my favorite character, but then I think about like Jay and how he interacts with people, and I really I don't know. There are so many good characters in this show.
2: Mm-hmm. So what I really liked about this one too was the moment they all realized they wouldn't be around together on Christmas. They immediately said we have to celebrate Christmas now. Mm-hmm. Because. They care about that so much, like being together for Christmas. Well, we're not going to be together for actual Christmas, so we have time today. So we're going to rush it and put it together now. That's what I find unbelievable
0: about this episode, though. The family is so close, and they're always talking, always together, that they didn't know Jay and Gloria were leaving the country. That just doesn't seem do believable to me. And at this point, still, Claire and Jay work together, right?
2: Yeah. Yeah. Was it, Were they working together this early on? I didn't think that came to later seasons. Oh, maybe. I don't know. I'm not a doctor. No, I feel
1: like she's doing some closety stuff in this episode.
2: I was a little disappointed. That was December 16th in this episode, and no one had any Christmas decorations up. Also unbelievable.
1: Yeah, Yeah, that was. That was unbelievable. But if they did that, then we wouldn't have had half the fun of getting the tree and all of that kind of stuff. So I get why they did it. Yeah. Uh, This did feel very Christmas with the Cranks- in lots of moments to me Absolutely. that throwing christmas together late which i enjoyed because again i liked that movie a lot more than i thought i would
2: so julia do you want to talk about what phil besides getting the turkey with manny what he's trying to also procure since it's your favorite moment in the episode
1: okay so <laughs> phil dunphy has this need to please jay he has to because it's not just i think you know, the father-in-law thing, but it's like Jay as his father-in-law is like a, it's like his Everest. So he always has these thoughtful gifts for Jay throughout the series. And so this one, him and Manny are paired up to go to the grocery shopping and get the turkey. So while they are doing that, they make a quick detour to the super sketchy alley with this guy that he arranged to meet. I don't remember if it was Craigslist or anyway, Craigslist. wherever you're right. Craigslist. You know, and so Manny's just learning about this and is freaking out when Phil pulls up and this car is just waiting there. And so Manny's already terrified that somebody's gonna kid snatch him. And um, and so he's worried and he sees Phil gets out, and Phil exchanges something with this guy, but this guy wants more money for it. And so Phil inadvertently gets tased or gets stun-gunned by Manny. And so What is what's so funny about this episode to me is when Phil's already paid for the card and like paid above and beyond because this guy totally scammed him and told him it'd be more money than it was actually going to be worth. But it was something Jay would really want, so he's holding this card and Manny tastes him and he goes, "What does he say? Uh, Mid condition." And then he's like, "Good condition, fair." What does he say? Trash. Trash. I I was crying. I was crying. (laughs) And it was so funny. So I was working on a project with Hannah at the same time I was watching these for her history class. And so we were working kind of side by side. She was doing the writing part and I was gluing curtains on Lincoln's theater box at the Ford Theater. (laughs) That was the fun we had with the project. So when this was playing in the background, she'd never seen Modern Family before. And she saw this episode as her first one, like in bits and pieces, but she saw that baseball card part and she was like, I need to find a place to watch these because they're not streaming anywhere, by the way, like free or place that we paid for. So
2: she was hooked. She's like, this is funny. And I'm like, it's really funny. And Phil's the best so my favorite was cam is also trying to impress jay so him and jay are wrapping gifts together which is funny enough because cam is pristine with his gifts he has, tying a, whole state- ribbons. <laughs> yeah, it has a whole station of with 20 different kinds of tape like 30 different ribbon colors He's using very minimal tape. Using Jay's finger to tie ribbons, and Jay's just like, "Give me tape, give me tape." <laughs> and, and Cam even comes up with a metaphor like, "Oh, you know, you have so much, you're using so much tape, you just don't like to let people in." <laughs> and uh, so Cam gives him this tiny little box as a gift. It's a little wrapped box, and Jay's first reaction before even opening it is, "No man should ever give another man a gift this <laughs> <tiny." laughs> <laughs> so he opens it and inside is a cork and jay has no idea what it's about and cam's like you don't remember and J- and Jay's like i don't even remember my own anniversary how am i going to remember what this is supposed to represent <laughs> and it's it's a cork from the first football game they watched together five years ago Oh. No, Jay just doesn't get it, and Cam becomes distraught and blames himself for <laughs> investing too much in relationships. And he's like, "I always, I, I always go overboard. I even had a duplicate bottle of wine with the date and the score of the game engraved on it." <laughs> 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 and, and Jay makes some really insensitive joke about put a cork in it, and Cam's <laughs> like, "Wait for the wound to heal. Wait <laughs> for the wound to stab Jay." <laughs> But it's just so funny to me, like <laughs> just how much thought Cam puts into it, trying to impress Jay. Same like yeah. F- same with Phil; they just want his
0: yeah. approval and his love. Maybe that's something I need to try working on: is is getting my daughter to, to vie for my affections. I, I I find the everything they're trying to do to rush and make this happens just hilarious. Like uh, Mitch <laughs> and Alex trying to get the Christmas tree. Yes. Yes. So that's they go exactly in. Right
1: going to
0: <laughs> <laughs> they're trying to get the christmas tree and uh one of my favorite quotes is before he goes see the christmas tree where midge's like I'll go get the tree if it's not just so people get upset and claire says you get upset and he says I'm people <laughs> anyway so they're they're at the lot looking to get a christmas tree and they're talking about exactly what they want they want a perfect you know 8 foot douglas fir it has to be symmetrical. And the guy the the person who's running the lot says, Oh, if you look over here, I think we'll have we have just what you're looking for. And it's a big pink tree. <laughs> and Alex says, Okay, just because my uncle is clearly gay, doesn't mean he he'd ever want your tacky pink tree. And frankly, we'd rather throw some lights on our coat rack than have to deal with knuckle draggers like you today of all days, December 16th. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I, I liked how they were so, how Mitch and Alex both thought the tree had to be just so. It had to be a Douglas fir, symmetrical on yeah. all sides the like
1: They were like-minded in their trees, and they were even surprised by that when they looked at each other. They're like,
2: well, yeah, obviously, that's what you look well, for in a tree. I love that quote that came after. Mitch was like, how come we've never been shopping together? And Alex is like, mm-hmm. I hate shopping. And Mitch was like, me too! <laughs>
0: But they're wrong. Douglas fir is not the right kind of Christmas tree you want. What is
1: the right kind of Christmas tree you want?
0: The appropriate answer is Fraser fir.
1: Okay. I have a fake tree. So what's the difference? Which one is the thick needles and which one is the wispy needles?
0: Fraser fir is more wispy. It's like, it's like branchy, like sticky here.
1: So I like the multiple times in the episode when they refer to Manny as a butterball turkey and he thinks they're talking about him, but really they're just literally talking about the butterball turkey. That part is really funny to me. He gets so offended so
2: easily <laughs> so i di- i did i didn't like actually gloria and luke's subplot just getting the angel but just kind of felt like they had something for them to do yeah that
1: was boring to me
2: but i i did appreciate luke kind of falling through the ceiling of the attic that reminded me of national lampoon definitely you think that, that was, was intentional? my
1: least favorite hair.
2: yeah it had to be okay. i think that was intentional yeah i didn't like i didn't like
0: the claire Haley thing either oh that oh, one was, that fun. was funny
1: yeah, I like that one.
0: I just didn't I like that her. her. and
1: Claire connected, and then yeah, and the but I didn't part. like
0: the whole. This is what your whole life has led to, Haley. Like that's a pretty depressing view of your child, really. Let's be honest.
2: <laughs> well, well she even says to her, "I, can, I, can hear I like have Claire saying that." Yeah, that's
0: sad.
1: Well, Claire is a little sad.
0: Claire is a sad, sad human being.
1: <laughs> I like Claire. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't like her.
0: I didn't. I never yeah. said that. Nope, I never said I didn't she's, like Claire. She's got uh, a
1: pretty good picture of who people are.
0: Glad she's not my wife.
2: <laughs> this all comes together at the end. They all come home. The tree has, the angel is broken. The tree has been destroyed. Phil's baseball card is ruined. And he, <laughs> the Craigslist guy stole the butter brawl turkey. So he has Cornish hens for all of them. <laughs> And uh everyone's just very depressed and over Christmas because it just didn't work, and Jay suggests going out and having a Jewish Christmas instead and getting chinese food and they go outside and Jay Mr. Money bag had real snow oh. to make it feel like Christmas and I was-
1: loved that I loved that this was such a good ending for me
2: and everyone's playing in the snow and uh yeah, ends with another, like, very heartfelt monologue about, you know, family and mm-hmm. the holidays, and which was the Linus moment. You know, they all, they realized they didn't need to have the perfect Christmas as long as they had one another, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very sweet. It was pretty and sweet. And then this episode had a great tag where Phil uh, feels like, I know this probably isn't a lot for you, but I picked these up for you. And he gives jay a pair of antlers for his dog stella <laughs> and jay who hasn't like loves this dog <laughs> he's so he's like i love these and, and he puts them on his <laughs> backpack, and he's like gloria come look <laughs> and, and cam is just standing behind phil looking like who thought? very <laughs> so, oh i love that i love how
1: much he loves that dog I did. It. He wants to shower with him. Oh my gosh! And I love how bothered Gloria is by it. I don't know about permanently throughout the run of the show, but at least when he first gets her, she's like not having it.
2: But <laughs> well, the dog falls in the pool in that one episode, and Jay jumps <laughs> and he in goes the pool in <laughs>
1: <laughs> So the pool episode in this one, where where Phil coins the phrase express christmas and then he starts to walk he's like come on let's get crack and then he's like hot 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 <laughs> and he jumps <laughs> in the pool <laughs> oh, that makes him laugh too. his physical humor is so good
0: it's really really good
1: yeah i could watch him all day he's so funny
2: <laughs> i love when uh he's sending everyone off to go on their responsibilities he's like on dasher on dancer on prancer on vixen and like family members he points to it's like cam he lands on gloria with Vixen. he's like hey this actually worked out <laughs>
0: <laughs> i like i'm putting two quotes together here at the beginning when uh, phil's like ever heard of express christmas no you haven't because i just invented it express christmas t- trademark <laughs> and then later um at the end jay's like can i express my two cents on fake christmas phil says express christmas jay said let it go phil it's not sticking in phil just says it needs time
2: <laughs> I, I like the beginning when Cam and Mitchell show up with Lily at the pool and Cam's like look who's wearing her itsy bitsy bikini and Phil, t- Phil turns to Luke and he's like he's allowed to say that because he's gay and Claire's like he's talking about Lily <laughs> <laughs> Phil said it in reference to Gloria I love all the inappropriate comments Phil makes about Gloria <laughs> <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs>
0: i like the fact that they played up gloria's accent where like the luke look thing going back and forth
2: yeah it's funny that was funny yeah i I like when claire's trying to stall at target she's in line (laughs) she the cashier scanned everything but she's waiting for Haley to get back with one more gift so she's just like i'll have a pack of gum and another pack of gum after she
0: (laughs) asks her if she can go back and forth between paper and plastic a few (laughs) times yeah um Haley was genius in that moment so Haley's supposed to get one gift for uh lily a, a ladybug light nightlight and there's only one and some guy picks it up so she goes and puts on a red polo and grabs a fake target name tag and says would you like me to put that up front and hold it for you sir <laughs> it takes the takes the the toy so she can buy it or the nightlight so she can buy it
2: so what would you rank this one
1: i'm giving this one
2: a nine I'm going nine.
0: I'm going with an 8.6, which brings us at 8.866667.
2: So as of right now, it's number one.
0: So (laughs) up next, we have The Old Man and the Tree, which is from season five, airing originally December 11th, 2013. And the premise here, Luke helps Phil try to reach Canada on his elliptical machine. Jay and Manny try to cut down a Christmas tree in the wild. Gloria is jealous of Claire and her mom. And a mix-up lands Cam and Lily with the homeless at uh, at Christmas. Now, I feel like one thing we need to say about this one this this episode is directed by Bryan Cranston.
1: Was it really? It was. I didn't know that.
0: Right? Doesn't that just make it a little bit even cooler? Like, I like this episode. <laughs> a lot. I like this episode a lot. And I'm gonna go ahead and say it right now. So Cam thinks he and Lily are going to an event for the homeless, like Razor or something. Well, he gets here and finds out it's an event for the homeless like they're giving kids toys and coats and food and uh cam this typical there's one gift that they're trying really hard to get lily the puppy pound is that what it's called that sounds right puppy puppy pound and when lily had written her christmas list she made her p backwards so it said guppy And she spelled pound without an O. So instead of saying puppy pound, it said guppy pond. Guppy pond. (laughs) (laughs) Which is just an epic error to see from a kid. And she's like, no, it's not a guppy pond. It's a puppy pound. What's a guppy pond? Something really awesome. (laughs) So they're trying to get this and it's sold out everywhere. And instead of coming clean, Cam plays along with this them being homeless because they give lily a puppy pound <laughs> oh man uh, but i also love how in this scene how he finds out what the event is because he goes up to talk to the clown and the clown is explaining that he's just trying to make them all so happy <laughs> anyway, this is that's so, by far my favorite storyline
2: so i actually love the stuff with Haley and alex working at the mall with the mall santa
1: yeah that part was funny I love so, the Mrs. Claus makeup. I liked that. Yeah,
2: so Alex has working at the mall as Mrs. Claus and Haley is an elf. So well so the episode starts out with Haley and Haley moving down to the basement, right? She's moving out of the room they share together and she's really happy about it. Um, you know, they're both really happy to get their own their own space, so they don't mind being late to work. But <laughs> when they're at work, the moment that gets me every time is when Santa takes a break. And goes into the back gingerbread house. Part, get part a of pack of
0: candy family. canes.
2: <laughs> <laughs> and um, and Alex goes back to chide him. Santa doesn't take breaks. He visits the North Pole, and they get into this loud, like domestic dispute. <laughs> That the kids can hear from outside. Alex is like, can we just act like a happy couple around the holidays for the children? Just getting really into this (laughs) argument. And (laughs) Haley's outside trying to, you know, calm down the kids and the parents. And and she's like, you know, it's not easy this time of year for them. He travels a lot. She put on some cookie weight. (laughs) (laughs) You hear them yelling, but I love the shot where the Santa leaves and Haley storms into the house to find out what's going on, and the kids swarm the house. But the way it's shot, it looks like zombies surrounding, like a their hands, their shadowy hands going on the glass, coming through the glass, and Haley and Alex just start screaming and holding each other like they're in a horror movie. It's so funny. And I thought the fill stuff with the elliptical was just a funny add on. <laughs> yeah. Well, okay. Julia, do you want to explain that subplot?
1: So, how did we get to the part where he wanted to go cut the tree down? Like, something irritates him enough where he's like, we need to go chop our own tree down, right? We need to be men and do this thing together. And people used to cut their own trees down. And why don't we do that anymore? can't remember how we get to that point but him and manny go into the forest to scout the perfect tree and to cut it down and you know have this experience together and um, there's so much physical hilarity that goes on with this tree um, all of their tools getting stuck in the tree really made me laugh, made Marty laugh too, cause they all ended up getting stuck there. They end up strapping the tree to the back of the car and trying to yank it up out of the ground, which really just balds the tree on one side and strips all the limbs off of it. And, um, I, I like the, I like the, we're in this together that you get to at the end of it. Mm-hmm. It's, it's Manny and Jay, right? Yep. Yeah, you get that sense of camaraderie by the end of it. They're both committed to getting this tree up, regardless of how it works out, and they get that family time. And I, Jay and Manny are one of my favorite couples, so to speak, on the show. Whenever they have those moments together, bonding, it's just it's. I love their moments because they're so different, but they have that real affection for each other, and so Jay and Manny is one of my favorite
0: duos. I agree. Me too. It's, the most com- it's one of the most complicated duos, right?
1: It really is. Yeah. They both
2: have to flex a lot to be with each other. So so you mentioned the physical hilarity in this subplot, Julia? Yes. The physical stuff with Phil at the end when he's at the mall. So <laughs> Phil is riding this elliptical because he, so he got an elliptical for last <laughs> Christmas and he has it in the bedroom. And he told Claire he's going to basically do the equivalent of hiking to Canada from their house or um, in a year, in, the next, in a year. And if he doesn't, she can move the elliptical to the garage. So it's Christmas Eve. Claire is woken up by Phil on the elliptical. And she's like, take a break. And he's like, "Haha you'd like that. Wouldn't you? And he's just, He's determined to do the last however many miles he has. And when Luke finds out about this, he encourages him to do it. But because he's been hiding all the recycling in the garage when his parents have been paying him allowance to get rid of it all. (laughs) So he doesn't want them to go into the garage. Um,
1: Such a random (laughs) random Luke.
2: It really is. But totally Luke. Oh yeah, totally. uh, By the end, Phil is so sore, drenched in sweat. He goes to the mall and he goes up the escalator, which is out of order. And he's like, no. So he starts climbing it. And right before the top, the guy it the escalator turns it back on. And it's going down. So he's walking up the down escalator, like the elliptical he just got off. Like, no. You just hear him wail. Oh, it's so good. You hear him wail as he slowly sinks out of sight, which is the funny part. You just, his eyes just <laughs>
1: <laughs> the way he walks, you can tell he's just so sore. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I really so. liked uh,
0: in this, when they when they introduced the storyline and Claire says, you know, what they're doing. Uh, she says, last Christmas, Phil got on an elliptical machine and vowed to work, walk the equivalent of our house to Canada in one year. And Phil said, this body doesn't just happen, ladies. And Claire says, if he didn't make it, no machine in the bedroom. Phil says, except for this machine in the bedroom, ladies. And Claire's like, who are these ladies? <laughs> and I liked when he, was, when he was on the elliptical and says, uh, I'm so close to the Canadian border, I can smell the bacon and the reasonably priced medication. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so I like the beginning when Haley and Alex are... Moving Haley down to the basement, and they're both so happy mm-hmm. to be in their own rooms. Haley keeps making all these dumb comments, and Claire just keeps pointing out to Haley, You're not gonna jump on that. Uh, to Alex, You're not gonna jump on that because usually she would make some sarcastic comment response. Mm-hmm. But H- Haley says, When I wake up in my own room tomorrow, I'm gonna be giving thanks for my independence. And isn't that what Christmas is all about? And Alex just smirks to herself and Claire's like, Seriously? Nothing? <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this did have another sweet ending, though, that I was very... And I wow. love that that's a thing yeah. with modern family. Well, so the sweet part that I'm thinking about, even though it's not the only moment, is when, when Haley and Alex um climb into bed and they're in that same room again because they miss each other and they realize it's kind of like you know, the end of an era a little bit and they're going to miss each other even though they fought most of their life. And that was so sweet to me. And that Alex was really struggling with it the whole time. You know, like her whole thing with Mr. Claus was just that repressed missing of her sister. Yeah. That was sweet to me.
2: So this one didn't feel as Christmassy to me overall though as as the ones we've done so far.
0: No.
1: No,
2: definitely not. Uh, But one of the quotes I like was... (laughs) um, when Jay and Manny are in the forest cutting down a tree or trying to cut down a tree. And Jay's like, trees are like women. The best ones make you work just a little bit harder. And Manny's like, she's just not that into you, Jay. (laughs) (laughs) And there's also that subplot in this one where Gloria's mom is in town.
1: Oh, that's right. And she, she's really hard on Gloria, but she really takes to Claire and Claire is eating it up because her mom is not around, you know, this Christmas, and she misses her mom. And moms are special, special, more special at Christmas than even regularly.
2: But she's like also eating up because her mom is never that nice to her,
1: right?
0: Really liked it when Phil was talking about, or when Phil and uh, Luke are going back and forth, and looks like, "Come on, Dad, you'll never use this in the gra- garage. It's too drafty." And he's like, "That's why I'm going to Canada to avoid the draft." <laughs> <laughs> And you know what? No, there's no linus moment and I give this a six.
1: Oh, you don't think that's the Linus moment?
0: Well, Hmm. I mean, I guess there is that slight linus moment for uh Haley and Alex at the end. But that's I don't
2: know. It's not enough for me. I'm gonna give this a five.
1: Going with a five point five.
2: So our rating is a five point five. Which puts it in third place so far. So our next episode is called White Christmas. It aired during season seven in 2015. And the plot summary for this one is, in an effort to have the picture-perfect white Christmas she's always dreamed of, Gloria rents a cabin in the mountains for the whole family to celebrate the holiday. Fortunately, when they arrive, there are some unexpected factors like the weather and an eccentric random guest who's already staying in the cabin. Meanwhile, the family are also preoccupied <laughs> preoccupied with their own agendas mitch and cam are determined to make up for the bad caroling performance from last year <clears throat> haley and andy can't keep their hands off each other and jay has a huge announcement to make that catches claire off guard so there are two guest actors worth noting in this one and that's adam devine as andy who is the nanny for joe who's actually the baby that well he's a toddler in this one but gloria and jay have another kid at this point and yeah. it Andy's the nanny, and him and Haley. He's been in a serious relationship with another woman for years, but in a previous episode, him and Haley had a uh, tryst together. So um, they keep trying to recreate that <laughs> in this episode and keep getting interrupted. And uh, the other person worth mentioning is Andrea Martin as Fig, who's the eccentric house guest. And she's probably best known for a lot she was in my big factory wedding right she was and she was was. and black christmas (laughs) and black christmas yes both of them so firstly i love that they think it's going to be a white christmas but when they get up there it turns out uh gloria had her phone set to celsius which is why she thought it would be a lot colder than it Mm -hmm. was (laughs) (laughs) this
1: setting was beautiful though i'd state that Uh, cabin
2: I thought the cabin, I thought it looked very Christmassy in the cabin. Yeah, it definitely did. For sure. So that was nice.
1: I also like the unexpected house guest. That part made me laugh. And the fact that it's really just Alex grown up in the future. She's real cranky. <laughs> She's extraordinarily smart. Isn't she uh, what is she? Astrophysicist.
0: Astrophysicist, astrophysicist. from N- MIT.
1: Yeah. So she connected there. I liked that it brought Alex's insecurities out and made her realize, you know, can't be like that all the time gotta lighten up a little bit your family's important they can't always put you out or you're gonna end up like this terrible woman but
2: what's funny is when she tries to lighten up a little bit they all she's think
1: she's <laughs> yeah they all think she's being sarcastic poor alex I feel like that would be hannah honestly
2: so i love that andy is phil's like real estate protege <laughs> and uh yes. phil gives him this golden blazer wear.
0: It was the Phil worked for a big real estate company when he first started. And oh yeah,
2: Century not fun.
0: Century not one, wa- not, yeah, not fun. Century not fun.
2: <laughs> <laughs> um, I love when Haley and Andy are flirting in this back room and they start making out and they're like, this is happening and they start making out. They're about to like practically undressing each other and Phil walks around the corner. He's like, getting wood, Andy? And he's like, what? And he's like, can you believe Gloria wants a traditional fire? As if it isn't hot enough in here. <laughs>
0: and Gloria wanted the fire because she wants a white Christmas like white people have.
2: <laughs> like white people have. That's right. So I love the subplot with Mitch and Kim in this one. God. Oh, are they? <laughs> they want so to redeem funny. themselves? Yes. So the previous the were, they were caroling and Mitch had a little too much to drink. <laughs> And it was this awful performance that, 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 that the families are mocking them for an entire year. So, so Mitch and Cam have been perfecting their rendition of Silent Night. And I've been trying to, and are trying to find the perfect moment to sing it to, sing it to the family and redeem themselves. But, but Lily wants to join in and sing with her fathers. and uh, She's terrible. Straight
0: up tone deaf, guys.
2: Yeah, she's awful
0: she is awful
2: it turns into it ties nicely to alex's story though at the end when before they can sing it alex and the house guests sing it together yeah yeah i liked that we keep
0: saying house guests i don't really feel like that's a fair rendition or a fair uh fair title for what this lady is she's weird and just sort of shows up and doesn't leave
1: well and her family apparently thinks she's weird as well because didn't they all say they were gonna meet there but then they didn't and they didn't tell her
0: well, yeah, they all meet every year, and then this year they decided not to, and nobody notified her. Right.
1: So she's an oddball. She's meant to be.
2: Yeah. But I liked some of the nicknames that Cam and Mitch were dubbed throughout the year from their family. They were called Screeches <laughs> and Herb, Simon and God-awful. <laughs> that was my favorite.
0: <laughs> my favorite was Nickelback. <laughs>
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I like how they just list all these horrible nicknames and just throw in Nickelback.
2: And then there's some weird subplot where Luke and Manny keep trying to scare Lily.
1: Yeah, but they end up getting scared themselves, or at least Luke does.
2: <laughs> right, but there was that nice homage to The Shining where Lily's riding her tricycle and the uh-huh. and uh, Manny and Luke are just standing side by side at the end of the hallway. And then, of course, the family walks in on Lily and Andy. Uh,
0: no, no, they do
2: not. <laughs> the family walks in on Haley and Andy. <laughs> uh, getting down and dirty, or about to. In the blazer. <laughs> in the blazer. <laughs> Which, of the course, feels like, I'm going to need that blazer back.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's his big concern Is Andy needs to
2: take off this bla- this blazer. <laughs> it's it's very fun like this one felt christmasy to me and i think a lot of it had to do with the setting at the cabin yeah i feel like there is one other subplot oh with jay and claire so jay's Jay's retiring yeah but he does not leave the company to his daughter he wants to leave it to chuck somebody like legione or something yeah chuck finney except Chuck Finney doesn't actually exist. (laughs) And he's basically just doing it to prove, to make Claire prove that she wants it.
1: For the right reasons. For
2: the right reasons and not feeling pressured to take it. And uh, it backfires horribly when Claire is like, you know what? Thanks for saving me a lifetime of boredom, (laughs) which Jay takes offense to. There are a few good uh, closet slogans and puns in there when when he's defending his business. Yeah. But the ending of this episode where Alex and Fig sing Silent Night is beautiful and then it starts snowing at the end, or so you think it's actually ashes from a wildfire.
1: (laughs) I liked Phil's ongoing thing with the awesome jacket that he bought to wear up in up there with the weather all cold and all of that stuff, and he's wearing this warm jacket. And he says trust me I'm cool as a cucumber something about the coat just knows what my body needs and Claire goes you're sweating like a heroin addict
0: <laughs> I like when they get there and Joe looks down and he sees a leaf and says snow and and he says no that's a leaf
2: <laughs> I like when Figgs talks to Alex and she's like it's not easy being the smartest person in the room is it and Alex is like my sister thinks quantum theory is a game show and my brother once tried to take his pants off over his head <laughs> <laughs>
0: One of these lines stuck out really funny to me. Ellie got accepted to a like the school we want to send her to, and um, she will start in the fall. And uh, Christine went there as a kid, and they didn't do grades, so I always make fun of her and say, oh, you know, if you had a bad day, you got a rainbow sticker instead of a unicorn sticker for on your, you know. So I thought it was really funny when Joe says, I can't wait to make a snow person. And Jay says, person? We got to get him out of that hippie school. And he says, I don't know, Jay, last report card, he got straight dolphins. <laughs> I did not catch that. that funny. Oh, I, I caught it for sure.
2: I love when uh, Claire is saying to Jay, thank you for saving me from wasting the next 20 years of my life talking about slats, rods, and hinges from becoming the most boring person in the most boring industry on Earth. And Jay's like, boring? Closets bring order to a chaotic world. <laughs> does this have a linus moment
0: again our linus moment the closest thing to have to it revolves around alex right Or realizing what what's in store for her if she doesn't change her ways so what would
2: you rank this one it's
0: a tough one dude
1: tough one i was not expecting that
2: i'm go gonna five. give it a 7.5 i'm gonna go then 8
0: 5.8 it's a 7.1 that brings it into third place
2: and the last modern family christmas episode julia do you want to give us a synopsis for it
1: this one aired in 2018 we put this in modern families 10th season synopsis is haley wants to give the family a christmas gift they will never forget if she can just figure out the perfect time meanwhile claire is mad that phil has once again borrowed the family christmas tree for a house showing and jay gloria and joe have to deal with some unwelcome visitors over the holidays
2: so besides the main cast haley's on again off again boyfriend dylan is in this episode played by reed Ewing and uh yeah, the news that Haley wants to tell her family is that she's pregnant.
0: Ooh.
2: And every time she works up the courage to do it, Claire is angry over something else and she chickens out. And Alex just wants it out and is going gray trying to keep the secret in. Oh,
1: that's right. She is stressed.
2: Yeah. But uh, Claire is more worried about the fact that Phil <laughs> stole all the Christmas stuff from their house and put it in the house he's showing to potential buyers, which, <laughs> which leads to this really great shot at one point of Claire dragging the tree across the lawn, reflected in green lights, looking like the Grinch.
1: Absolutely.
0: That was beautiful imagery or uh,
2: visual imagery. Yeah, yeah it was. <laughs> I
1: just love the fact that he's done it before.
2: Yeah, this <laughs> is not.
1: Like, repeat people for
2: Phil. But again, this brings up Tom's point from earlier. It is not that easy to move a Christmas tree alone. Uh uh-uh. uh. <laughs> and he's done it multiple times.
1: And now she's done it.
2: This one didn't
0: feel as Christmassy to me.
1: No, and it didn't have the warmth that the other ones.
0: Mm-mm.
2: I liked the moment at the end where it comes out, Haley's pregnant. I thought there's some very good nonverbal acting from Phil and Claire at that moment. Yeah. When they're very happy for them, but when they're taking the family picture, you just see, you can tell they're both very worried.
1: Yeah, yes. Yeah, that felt realistic. for me.
2: <laughs> And I actually love the moment where Haley tells them, and Dylan's stuck in the chimney, and it's just his legs dangling down the chimney, and she's like, I'm pregnant, and there's just stunned silence, and Dylan's like, are they smiling? Because he, <laughs> <laughs> he can't see them. <laughs> I've always liked Dylan on this show. I don't know that it would go that far.
1: He seems like a suitable match for Haley.
2: I actually thought when they introduced Andy on the show, that would be the one she ended up with because he gave me Phil vibes. So I thought they were going for the whole, you know, attracted to the guy who's like your father type thing. I did too. Especially since Haley's a lot more like Claire than either of them want to admit.
0: I didn't like her with Alex's professor.
2: Oh, the guy from You're the Worst? No, I didn't either. Yeah. So what did you think of the whole weird... Jay and Gloria plot line with the spiders. I thought it was dumb.
1: I oh, I laughed at it. I mean, I wasn't invested in it, but it was funny to me.
2: <laughs> I laughed at it too. That Jay had to bribe Manny to go into this house, which is now infested by big, poisonous banana spiders, to go get his uh, what he says is medication, but actually, what is actually was it elbow grease? <laughs> yeah. Where was Stella? <gasps> Good point.
1: She was definitely not in that house but
2: where he was she the house himself <gasps> he didn't take her he didn't get her out she's still know. alive on the show
1: surely she didn't die i think
0: we would know if she died like that would have been a big darn deal for jay
1: that would have been that would have been the
2: big death in the last season that they talked
0: about. see that would have even been better than their mom dying right
2: yeah oh absolutely
0: and then jay could stand outside screaming
2: Stella! <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i don't really have much to say about this one This one's i don't so- either yeah not my favorite i don't think there was a linus moment either
0: uh well i wouldn't call it a linus moment but definitely a coming together moment when Haley, like because i think Haley had built up this the way her family was going to react and then for her to get the support i think was a nice unexpected family feel good moment but it wouldn't technically be linus moment except for the image of her parents in her head change you know what i mean
2: right those kids are
0: gonna be so dumb
2: (laughs) oh my god right (laughs) <laughs> so what would you rank this one Four. yeah i'm going with a four too i go with
0: a 3.5 this is our our bottom of the barrel huh
2: yep this came in at 3.833 so in ranked order season three is express christmas season one's Undeck the halls season seven's white christmas season five's the old man in the tree and season 10's stuck in the moment and that's Modern Family.
1: You can also chime in with us on how you like Modern Family and what your favorite episodes were on any of our social media sites. You can access those directly and quickly by going to tisthepodcast.com backslash Twitter backslash Instagram backslash facebook and you'll be quickly directed to your final destination um come talk to us we really love to chit chat we're pretty active on our reddit um r slash Tis the podcast and we uh, we get lots of good feedback there so you can join us there as well and come chat with us
2: speaking of social media did you got do you know what i saw on instagram earlier What's that? Freeform released a preliminary schedule for the 31 nights of Halloween already. Oh. So that always gets me excited when I see them start to release the fall stuff because it means the Christmas stuff's not too far off. Well,
0: it should make you excited because we are 40% of the way through the year already.
2: We are. So next week we're covering the... Thirty Rock Christmas episode. So, if you want to do your homework and follow along at home, you can watch season one's The Breakup, season two's Ludo Christmas, season three's Christmas Special, season four's Secret Santa, and season five's Christmas Attack Zone.
0: So we have only five thousand two hundred and fifty-six hours left until Christmas.
2: Only two hundred and nineteen days. It's only
1: thirty-one weeks.
0: And exactly. of the way to Christmas already has come. That's
2: amazing. That's crazy.
0: All right. Bye, y'all.
2: Bye. Bye.
0: Silent night. Holy
2: night. All is come. All is bright.
0: So tender and mild, sleep in heavenly
2: peace,
1: sleep in heavenly.